So when I decided to do a, a podcast about my experiences with aliens and ghosts and shit, I was thinking it's really important to have a good theme song, even though I think podcast theme songs are kind of passe. You know, the guys that do it really well have a minimal theme songage. Uh, I still think theme songs are kind of cool. Uh, you know, when you're starting off listening to UFO podcasts and paranormal podcasts, they have to have a UFO and paranormal podcast theme. Something that, you know, has the uh, the voice cockpit recordings like, you know, look at that. What's that on the radar? There's a whole bunch of them. Or you need like creepy music that has like some really high pitched, weird ghostbustery stuff going on. So you're sitting down, you're like, yeah, all right. I know what this is about. It's got jet fighters looking at weird lights in the sky and scary music. Let's go. Um, I think some of the best theme songs were like three, two, one contact show on PBS back in the day. If you never saw it, just look up three, two, one contact theme song. You're going to listen to it all day. It's that good. I didn't quite achieve that greatness, but I came close. All right, in the next hour, I'm going to break it down for you. This uh, new podcast, the Clueless Experiencer podcast, it is not what it seems. These, uh, these experiences talk about a spiritual awakening, a, a sense of duty, of peace and love, of uh, being surrounded by light entities and love. Uh, folks, what I'm about to show you is the truth. This theme song, I'll admit, it's a banger. It is straight fire. But it's brainwashing everyone with hidden frequencies. Let me go ahead. Go ahead and play it in reverse. Tell me what you hear. Humans everywhere, surrender yourselves to the reptilians. Surrender yourselves to the reptilians. Also, this song kind of sounds like Baby Shark. Now that's stuck in your head. <laughs> so real quick disclaimer, that wasn't actually Alex Jones. I know it's... It's, that's a world-class impression done by me. Okay, you can expect a whole lot more where that came from on this podcast. You know, Alex Jones is nuts. He's a successful nut. Uh, because there's just a, a huge audience for nuts. And unfortunately, I'm a relative newcomer to hashtag UFO Twitter. Uh, UFO Twitter is uh, a pretty much a bummer. Uh, just nonsense and drama. Uh, I can't keep up. I've tried asking, like, hey, what, what the fuck is going on? And uh, ignited a firestorm. <laughs> I, you know, I, I had been on Twitter years ago, uh, before Twitter spaces. Uh, so when I joined, um, I was 
ushered to Twitter spaces and listened to some and participated in some. And some are, some are decent. Uh, some are a huge fucking waste of time. I, uh, you know, popped into a few of them the first day, you know, and then later on that night, um, somebody who's pretty well established on UFO Twitter was like, yeah, you know, there's like uh, some cool people and, you know, a lot of assholes and whatever you do, just stay out of spaces. And, uh, yeah, I agree. Uh, there's a few that are, that are, that are good. Not everybody doing Twitter spaces sucks. Um, some guys are really actually talented. <sighs> but overall, it's not helping me through my, uh, my journey. You know, the thing is, I really believe my natural state is, uh, an internet troll and I grapple with that. Um. It's not that I don't think dumb shit. I think dumb shit all the time. But I grapple with not posting it on the internet. Uh, I grapple with what, you know, you think is fucking hilarious. You know, could... Could, uh... Not come off that way. And you just... You're a dick. Um... You know... Mick West... You know, he comes off as a dick. You know, I get what he's doing, and I agree with the general sentiment of uh, skeptics like Mick West belong. That they have a place, they serve a purpose. I get that. But, like, don't be a dick about it. And maybe don't just, you know, aim for the low-hanging fruit. You know, I could go online and be like, that's a lens flare, dude. You know, or... I don't want to, I don't want to describe anything and call anybody out, but that's what he does. I had, uh, I'd come up with an idea for a bit with Mick West and, uh, somebody else as, uh, an odd couple and do like a little sitcom bit. And, uh, the, the opposite of Mick West, um, somebody who's not a skeptic per se, or a dick and is well known amongst experiencers is the man. Whitley Streamer. He's he's our Gandalf. He's taking the blows. I forgot the rest of the words to my way, but he did it. And uh I don't know, thought it might be might be funny to put them in a sitcom situation where I just said that and sit is the situation. I'll edit that out. But I kind of, I kind of cut it for a while. Wasn't going to include it. Then a couple weeks ago, I was talking to a buddy and synchronistically he came up with what's close to the same idea. Uh, and commented, I'd love to hear the uh, theme song to that show. Uh, totally separate from what I had 
worked on previously. So just be because of that synchronicity, I decided I have to include it. Coming this fall on the CEN, it's West of Whitley, starring Mick West and Whitley Strieber. One is a skeptic, the other a believer. It's West of Whitley. Boy, Mick, that was the perfect dinner. I am stuffed. <laughs> it sure was, Whitley, and we finished just in time to watch the new episode of Skinwalker Ranch. You're not going to live-tweet debunks again, are you? Of course I am. If not me, who else? Who on earth could it be at this hour? A visitor? Our television. Did I do that? One is skeptic, the other a believer. It's West of Whitley. All right, let's Google UFO news and see what's going on. First thing that comes out. YouTuber Logan Paul claims he has secret UFO video said to be most compelling ever. So I've not been following along, uh, but I've seen headlines and stuff on Reddit. I guess Logan Paul... Is I'm gonna I'm gonna show my elder millennial right now. Logan Paul is on this contraption called the YouTube, and uh, sells a a drink and wrestles. Um, I think either him or his brother uh, took video of uh, dead folks in a in a forest. Uh, I'm not sure if that's true or not. This is just what I've heard. In his impulsive, get it, podcast, on Tuesday, the 28-year-old media personality finally broke his silence about the story told by UFO documentary filmmaker James Fox. Um, James Fox, by the way, cool dude. Uh, I saw him in New York at the Inquire Anomalous uh, gathering. Um, when he, I mean, he just like walks into the room and he just, uh, big dick energy. Just no, no other way to put it. Cool dude. But he was on Joe Rogan and he was talking about this last month. He, he has this, uh, this, he saw this video back in the nineties by, uh, this guy that lives out in the middle of nowhere near Area 51. It's a video that he got from someone else. He didn't record it himself. But it shows a strange experience out in the desert. Two guys in a car. Uh, a light appears above them. They're completely flipping out, man. Then one of them gets out of the car and runs, because that's exactly what you should do. Uh, that and uh, wave a flashlight at UFOs. That's another good idea. This guy gets out of the car, bolts, turns around, films a close-up view of a disc-shaped disc, disc -shaped object that glows and emits light from the skin. You know, weird, moving, pulsating, 
wobbling fashion. At the time of the 90s, James Fox said the video looked awesome. Offered him a mess of money. Um, Logan Paul was like, this is a great way to get boomer followers. I better chase after this one. Uh, allegedly wore a tiny little hidden camera. When he saw this, met the guy, saw the video, and now he has a shittier recording of a shitty recording. Uh, he's just teasing the fuck out of it right now. Do I want to see it? I don't want Logan Paul to show me. Yeah. You know, is it any good? There's some images that appear to be similar to what's in this video. And they're pretty neat. They look... They look like a UFO. But the big question everybody's asking is, is this going to definitively prove anything? I think any awesome video... Fuck it of an of a of an ET. Even that. People that believe in it are gonna be like, look, there it is. And people that don't believe in it are gonna be like, fake news. I think it's frustrating to rely on famous YouTubers or the government to tell us what's up. I should also state clearly for the record that in our research, Arrow has found no credible evidence thus far of extraterrestrial activity, off-world technology, or objects that defy the known laws of physics. No credible evidence. 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 I mean, fuck that guy, right? You could hear it in his voice. We found no credible evidence of anything extraterrestrial or alien or anything that defies the known laws of physics. Uh, fuck you, nerds. <laughs> like it. It was immediately pointed out after that hearing how much he sounded and even looked. Like Heineck. It's, it's, it's maddening that the government seems like it's just going down the same road using the same playbook from back in the day with Project Blue Book and even just saying weird things in the sky are balloons. Yeah, I don't. Oh fuck! I don't even want. I don't want to 
and don't want to go back to Balloon Gate. How monumentally frustrating was that? See, I, I don't believe the government's ever going to come around and tell us what has been going on for the last 80 years. They won't. I mean, why would they? Keep every time something comes up, something comes out, ears perk up. This is it. But the balloon thing was different. The balloon thing was so different. They were just fucking saying we shot down UFOs. Um, one was the size of a car, one was shaped like a hexagon. Um, um, they missed one, so it's like, oh, did it, did it evade a a missile? We've never shot anything down in North America that I, that I'm aware of. All of our fighter jets, all the technology, like, yeah, they, they have proven grounds all around, you know, out of the desert, off the coast, they shoot rockets, but never in aggression and that's 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 what happened it should have been a pretty big fucking deal and it didn't seem like anybody but us even noticed and whether that was the function of that psyop or whatever the fuck that was to gauge the reaction of the public it 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 just felt like we were being fucked with you know, where's the wreckage? Where's the pieces? Can't find it. Sorry. It's in a real cold place. If they can get to the bottom of the ocean, and I'm not saying who did it, but somebody fucking did it, blew up the Nord Stream pipeline. That's a pretty, pretty rough patch of uh, water there. Especially in, when it happened, it was, I think it was winter when it happened. It's cold. We can't go out to the ice and pick up balloon wreckage or see it. That's what it was. I don't even know what to think. I was I was pretty convinced it was the, that they were the hobby balloons. And the reason why they stopped talking about it is because they were embarrassed. But people were talking about Biden coming on the news and making a statement. People were saying, you know, insiders, there's some beef between the Navy and the Air Force. Things are getting shaken up. Something's going to happen. Biden's going on TV. Two o'clock. That day I was a mixed bag of, you know, like, it's bullshit. He's not going to say anything. To the other extreme of being like, Holy shit, he might come on TV and show who knows what. Just be like, yeah, we shot down UFOs. Sorry, we didn't know. And I felt, I felt uh, like I uh, had to be a gatekeeper. I almost 
it was the first time I was confronted with, holy shit, the government might spill the beans. And I didn't want that. Because I know what I know. I know what's happened to me. I'll get into it. I have an infinite amount of recording space. I'll eventually get to those stories. But I felt conflicted. I got into an elevator about quarter two and thought about it and it hit me. I'm not ready for this moment if this is what's happening. It was a really strange feeling. And then I watched it and I turned it off halfway through because <laughs> it was boring. We weren't getting anything. And then it was back to normal. It played out. It played out from the first, you know, the Chinese balloon. that came over and surveyed middle America until it was ready for its big photo op in Myrtle Beach in the middle, middle of the day, bright and sunny, bunch of people on the beach with their iPhones and they blew it out of the sky um, and you know then recovered it I think this is what happened it's what it looks like you know I've seen pictures uh, that's what they're that's what they said happened and then right after that there's one in Alaska there's another one in Montana. They closed airspace. Uh, one over the Great Lakes. And they leaked or somehow released uh, pilot recordings of this guy, you know, flying by the thing in a jet and not being able to make an ID, not knowing what it was. And then given the order to just fucking shoot it down with a missile. Now, when you shoot anything, I don't care how trained you are to just follow orders. Somewhere inside every hardcore trained military operator is a human being that can't feel comfortable shooting at a target that you don't know what it is that doesn't seem to be threatening I wonder what through that pilot's mind when they sent that missile I mean I guess eventually we'll hear from them maybe in my lifetime but because there's no no resolution that it just remained unresolved it just it was like a play and i don't know if we were the intended audience or our adversaries were the intended audience the counterintelligence element to the government's participation in disclosure sucks 
these are professional bullshit artists. That's their job. And they're good at it. So how can you fully commit to what they're saying? It was like a play. You know, it was like the modern day War of the Worlds broadcast. You know, when that went down in the 30s, you know, the story goes that it caused hysteria, mass hysteria. People thought aliens had landed from Mars. So Martians had landed in uh, Grover Mill, New Jersey. And people were packing their shit and bugging out. Because it was a very convincing radio play. Balloon Gate played out similarly. I'm sure the government takes the War of the Worlds as a lesson in what they think could happen if the beans were ever spilled. It felt like they were testing the waters using a similar play. You're listening to Radio Classics on CPR. I'm your host, Joshua Rosh Gamble. Today, join us as we hop in a time machine and travel all the way back to the year 2023. We're going to be listening to the War of the Worlds radio play as it was broadcast in its original form. This broadcast so confused the masses that it triggered a response from the president. And then it just went away. Like that. So, sit back and enjoy. Significant wind chills. By Saturday morning, it'll feel anywhere between 20 to 40 degrees below zero. If you do not have to be outdoors, please stay inside. We rebound by Sunday afternoon with warmer temperatures moving across the area. This weather report comes to you by the Government Weather Bureau. We take you now to the Meridian Room in the Hotel Park Plaza in downtown New York, where you'll be entertained by the music of Raymond Raykello and his orchestra. Ladies and gentlemen, we interrupt our program of dance music to bring you a special bulletin from the Intercontinental Radio News. Government officials are closely tracking a massive surveillance balloon believed to be from China as it travels across the U.S.-Canada border. We now return you to the music of Raymond Raykello in the Meridian Room of the Park Plaza Hotel situated in downtown New York. Following on the news given our bulletin moments ago, U.S. forces have now shot down an unknown object, which was roughly the size of a car. Uh, this was off of Alaska's northern coast. We, uh, we return you now to the music of Raymond Raykello and his orchestra.
Ladies and gentlemen, here is the latest bulletin from the Intercontinental Radio News. Lake Huron. The U.S. Army Air Force reports shooting down yet another UFO. This time after closing Montana airspace for what's being called Department of Defense Activities. When asked for more information about the search effort for UFO wreckage, NORAD officials said in a statement that the closure was due to the detection of a radar anomaly and that NORAD sent fighter aircraft to investigate. However, the aircraft did not identify any object to correlate to the radar hits. What? again to now wait see give it to them straight just what what we shot down ufos really ufos they don't know what they are and they can't find pieces of anything but they've shot at them and shot them down anyway with f-22s the army air force's most advanced missiles and gun camera weaponry really now White House press briefing a moment ago, National Security Council Coordinator for Strategic Communications John Kirby said, it's difficult for me to say exactly what you can expect going forward. One of the reasons that we think we're seeing more is because we're looking for more. So they just tweak some knobs, did they? He continued, They have modified the filters of the radar capabilities to look more discreetly at high-altitude, small radar cross-section, and low-speed objects. And so if you do that, and you set the parameters in such a way that, to look for a certain something, it's more likely you're going to find a certain something. A certain something. to make a correction to our previous bulletin, the Army Air Force no longer uses the acronym UFO. Rather, it is now UAP, which stands for Unidentified Aerial Phenomena. What's that? They changed it again. One moment. We apologize for any confusion. They just changed it once again from UAP, Unidentified Aerial Phenomena, to UAP, Unidentified Anomalous phenomena. Well, the search continues for downed wreckage as well as answers, which I'm sure will be revealed in the coming days. We return you now to the music of Raymond Raquello in his orchestra. Okay, guys, we're wrapping up. I want to thank you for finding uh, my podcast. You've uh, you've obviously adjusted your radar knobs to find smaller, slower-moving podcasts, and I thank you.
it's been a real pleasure coming up with this stuff um creatively musically smart assily it's uh i think it's going to be good for me and i hope uh you enjoyed it thank you <laughs>